Hello, hello. You are now tuned in to Mouth of the South podcast. Welcome to the ramblings of a progressively optimistic truth teller. I am that truth teller, your host, Shay. Thanks for tuning in. What's up, my good peoples? What it do, my fellow Mouth of the Southers? We're back for episode 207. You already know the vibes. Without further ado, this is going to be a quick episode, y'all, okay? Last week, I gave y'all about an hour, okay? <laughs> so this week, we're going to keep it short and sweet, you know, because next episode is going to be the Shayla, your, your wonderful truth-telling host, her birthday extravaganza. Yes. Yeah, clap for me. It's going to be my birthday next week. Hashtag Pisces season, Okay. So we're going to have a birthday extravaganza next week. Don't forget, I mean, make sure you tune into that episode because it's going to be a doozy, okay? We're going to have a good time. But without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the shit for this episode. Let's get started with some political shit. child so this $15 minimum wage ain't happening no time soon child the first the first Biden lie okay let's start marking it off on the list because this ain't happening and not only is this $15 minimum wage not happening the Dixiecrats I mean excuse me the Democrats I mean I'm sorry guys need a little water my something wrong with my with my little palate right now because I just can't get this these words out the Democrats, okay, have decided that we just gonna make the make our parliamentarian the scapegoat, okay? Because <laughs> we promised y'all this fifteen dollar minimum wage, so you know the progressives wouldn't feel so bad about you know Bernie getting screwed over on his second attempt to run for president of these here United States. Um, so we can get the progressives on our side, and so we're just gonna tell y'all this this lie that we're going to pass this $15 minimum wage. And then when it's time to really, you know, put words behind the actions, the rules, <laughs> the rules, parliamentarian, um, um, we can't, we can't pass that minimum wage because that's going to, you know, fuck up the budget, right? Yeah, yeah, what she said, what the non-elected official, you know, the non-elected parliamentarian, ain't nobody vote for her. None of, none of us voted for her. Okay, I don't think I voted for the parliamentarian. Did y'all have a parliamentarian on your ballot? I didn't. But all of a sudden, Miss Ma'am, Miss Mama's sweet sis is going to be able to tell the people that they can't have a minimum wage increase because it's it's against the, you know, the budget rules. You can't bring that up. Um, You just can't bring that up right now. Okay, it's against the rules. But yet and still, when the Republicans were in control of a Senate, Y'all heard about the parliamentarian in? I I swear this is news to me. Okay, this is really, really news to me. Um, and, you know, the Democrats just really showed their hand. The People's Party, okay, in air quotes, heavy around people. Because it's like, which people are, are y'all going for, okay? Y'all going for the American people or y'all going for the people that run the corporations? Which one is it? It's the lies, the fairy tales, and the fallacies for me. Um, at the, at this time, cause it's like politicians lie. Like this is nothing new. Everybody knows that politicians love a good lie. Okay. That's how you get the people on your side. That's how you get the people going. But it's the lies at this time, because when people's eyes are on the federal government, people's eyes are on, uh, the presidency, the Senate, 
uh, all three branches, y'all got eyes on y'all very much so right now, okay? It's a lot of shit going on in America. A lot of wrongs are not being righted. A lot of people are pissed and upset. And all eyes are on y'all, and y'all choose to, you know, pass the ball to the parliamentarian and, you know, just hit the shrug on the people. Like, ooh, you know, she said we can't. So, you know, um, y'all going to lose those midterms, and I don't want to hear anything about it. I don't want y'all blaming the voters. Don't 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 go over there and tap Barack on the on the uh, shoulder and try to get him to come out and, and make us vote for these midterms because y'all have to do the work to get the people to come out. Eighty three million people voted for Joseph R. Biden Jr. based on, you know, his platform that he was going to pass fifteen dollar minimum wage in his first one hundred days, mind you. He was gonna vaccinate a hundred million people in his first one hundred days. And he was going to decriminalize marijuana. We just waiting on y'all. <laughs> we just waiting on y'all. And, um, you know, they're going to tie this $15 minimum wage to, um, or they were going to tie it to the COVID relief bill. But, you know, since the parliamentarian, <laughs> she spoke the good word, um, that's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, Bernie is the head, the chairman of the budget committee, the Bernie Sanders. And I feel like he wants to fight for us, and he wants to keep it in the bill, but of course he's not going to have the votes. Um, we just really need more progressives in the Senate. Like, I love the, the amount of progressives we have in the House, but we know that the Senate is where bills go to die, okay? Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock taught us this, okay? The uh, Senate is where bills go to die, and the Democrats are just killing everything left and right right now. Um you know, in preparation to lose those midterms. I guess they just like to lose, child. I don't understand. Um, but we definitely need more progressives in the Senate. It's, it's very disheartening. I'm very disappointed um, in how this fuckery has taken place. When that news came out about the parliamentarian, I about tossed my phone across the room. Because, really? That's what y'all going to tell the, the American people? Folks been making 725 since 2009. And y'all want to tell the American people that, ooh, the parliamentarian, she just, you know, we can't do it right now, but we gonna, we got y'all later. We got y'all later. No, y'all don't. No, y'all don't. That's all right. That's all right, because when we get, we I see, honestly, it's going to have to be a progressive really in a place of power. Like, we need some, we need some, we need somebody at the, at the negotiating table, clearly. Because when it's the negotiating table, it's the GOP, and you know, we're going to talk about the GOP and they CPAC, okay, and how they falling apart at the seams. Um, you got the GOP and you got the Democrats, but you don't have too many, you don't have too many progressive voices really in these negotiating rooms. So, <sighs> this battle is lost, but the war is not lost, okay, y'all, uh, my fellow progressives. We're, we're going to get some of these progressive policies passed. I don't know when. I guess it ain't going to be Joe. Oh, child. Joseph R. Biden Jr., he just said, look, I'm just here. Okay, I'm the placeholder. Joe looking kind of, Joe looking more and more frail by the day. I don't think, I don't think Joe was prepared for the fuckery that was afoot. Joe wasn't ready. But Joe, you better get ready. You better get you some insure, okay? Three cans a day, boo, with meals. And, you know, just get your life back together because, or just, you know, tap out gracefully and let Kamala take over. But, child, let me not even get in on Kamala because she, because she could overrode what that parliamentarian said, you know, because she is the president of the Senate, okay? Now, don't get it twisted. The vice president is the president of the Senate. 
So, girl, that little non-elected official, you could have been like, sis, what you talking about? We ain't even finna worry about that right now. We got stuff to do for the American people. But y'all ain't trying to do it. So, you know, Dixie Crash, do stay on your thing. Do it, do your thug thizzle. We're going to see y'all in the midterms or not. Um, let's move on to the GOP. Um, they had their CPAC end of February, last weekend of February. And, um, like, what the fuck? The GOP is really turning into WWE, and it's it's wild to me. I was just waiting on somebody to come on stage and suplex Ted Cruz into the audience because that would have been very entertaining, and that would have just made me watching those clips very much worth my time because <laughs> I pay good money to see somebody suplex Ted Cruz into into the bleachers, okay? Um, but, yeah, you know, the, the conservatives got together, child. Um and wax poetically about how, you know, they got to make America great again, even though apparently I thought, I thought the the rhetoric, the GOP rhetoric was going to be, you know, after they got rid of Trump and, you know, got him completely banned on Twitter and silenced his voice. I thought the rhetoric, rhetoric was going to be, you know, we're past that, we're moving forward. Um, but the GOP don't realize they people holding on to Trump. Okay. They had down to the CPAC a gold donald trump statue with um that whole hat on <laughs> american flash shorts and some flip-flops they had the little toupee up to the top and everything of this gold statue like y'all conservatives are just so unoriginal and i can tell y'all don't read nothing but the bible and i can tell y'all don't even read the bible all the way because um <laughs> what <laughs> like y'all just you heard about you know gold idols in the bible but you didn't read the rest of the verse that said you know god don't want you worship and fight false idols um it's clear to me y'all just stopped that gold and was like i like gold <laughs> i like idols and i'm about to put up this gold this gold statue of donald trump and we about to have a good time taking pictures with our leader with y'all leader let me not include myself in this shit with y'all leader um, child, this political shit is really for the birds, okay? As you can see, I'm not very enthused. I, um, Ber Bernie Sanders couldn't really even get me more enthused because I watched that CPAC, those CPAC clips, and then I turned around and was reading about the parliamentarian and, you know, how the Democrats, you know, hit us with the okie doke yet again. And I'm just like... Y'all about to lose y'all midterms. Get this dance. Like, it's a wrap for y'all. Get it together. The people have spoken. The people want the progressive ideals, okay? The people want the progressive policies. And y'all just thought, because y'all got rid of Trump, that everybody was just going to go back gonna go back to business as usual. But I feel like I state this in every episode. These are unprecedented times. There is no business as usual. What is usual? Okay, you got states opening back up. But still ain't no real coronavirus treatment for real. I mean, there's a vaccine, but everybody can't get it. The 100 million doses they were supposed to get in the first 100 days, we still waiting on them. And I know y'all finna try to come up with some calculations, some math to, you know, prove that Joe Biden did get 100 million people vaccinated. But that's roughly a third of the American population. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. I just don't feel like it's going to happen. The logistics behind that was all the way screwed up. Um... There's no actual treatment still. People still going in the hospital and they still putting folks on the vent. Hello, somebody. And clearly some of these people are unable, are unable to be weaned off the vent. So y'all going to come up with some type of, you know, 
Tamiflu, but for coronavirus, like, can we get some type of medicine that can, you know, strengthen people's lungs? Um, but y'all would just, you know, wanted the vaccine, so that's fine, too. Um, <laughs> as y'all can see, uh, I, I'm over this political shit today. I need to see some, some action, okay? So y'all ain't gonna pass the minimum wage. Just at least get, get us our checks, okay? Get us our little 1400 They supposed to be voting on it this week. Um... And they're supposed to have, they're supposed to vote on it this week in the House, and it's going back to the Senate, and you know then they gotta have their voterama where everybody come up with every fucking amendment in the book to try to kill the bill, but y'all can't kill it. This this coronavirus bill is a must pass, so that's one good thing I can say. This coronavirus bill, they have to pass some type of stimulus relief. Um, I saw that they are the Democrats are willing to target the relief a little bit more. Um, they lowered the threshold on who can actually receive it. So those households making more than I think I think people making more than eighty thousand dollars and households making more than one hundred fifty thousand dollars, they're not gonna be able to get the stimulus this time around. So they made it so that even less people can get the stimulus. Um, meanwhile, everything is high. Okay, the average American has to deal with high gas prices going up. The average American has to deal with food prices going up. The average American has to deal with utility prices going up. And y'all trying to cut out who who can receive what when nobody has received anything since the beginning of this damn pandemic last year. And now states about to open back up. Texas, the governor of Texas has already said that he he canceling their mask mandate and they they all the way open. So We'll see. You know, the mouth of the South will keep her ear to the streets and see how these things go. I'm just very interested to see um, what happens when these states start opening back up. At this point, I'm just so, you know, disillusioned with all of it. I'm like, just let people go outside. Just, I'm still going to wear my mask, clearly. Like, as for me and my household, we're going to be wearing our masks. Um, but if y'all just really just feel like y'all can't wear these damn masks, then, you know, don't wear your shit and get sneezed on and be in the hospital with no treatment for coronavirus, child. Um, <laughs> that's about it for political shit, y'all, today. That's about a, The political shit was very much shitty today, okay? Nothing, it wasn't too much to be enthused about, but... Okay, Sarah, Sarah, we gonna keep we gonna keep our foot on their neck as much as we can, y'all. It's all right, progressive. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. Um, so let's go ahead and get into some entertainment shit. Well, y'all, we got an update on the Ti and Tiny saga. Okay, I'm about to read y'all a little excerpt from this article from the Guardian. Four women who accused the rapper Clifford T.I. Harris and his wife, the singer Tamika Tiny Harris, and members of their inner circle of drugging and sexually assaulting them are seeking a criminal investigation. Tyrone A. Blackburn, a New York lawyer, sent letters to authorities in Georgia and California where the abuses are alleged to have occurred, calling on law enforcement to investigate what he called eerily similar claims of assaults over more than a decade, between 2005 and 2017, according to the New York Times. Blackburn said in his letters that his clients, who remain anonymous, and witnesses were prepared to speak to authorities. Two alleged victims spoke to the Times anonymously, giving harrowing accounts of alleged assaults. 
The Times said the women described being threatened with violence if they spoke out. One woman told the Times she met Clifford and Tamika Harris in 2005. The woman said she and a friend were invited to the couple's VIP section in a club where she believes they drugged her drink. Once she was incapacitated, she said the couple raped her in a hotel room. A friend of the woman who was at the club with her told the Times she saw the woman leave with the couple and the woman offered details confirming the sexual assault the next morning. A second woman who was once friends with the couple and started working for them around 2005 said Clifford, Harris, said Clifford Harris forced her to take ecstasy and the couple forced her to engage in sexual acts with different women against her will. The woman also said she witnessed women complaining of being kidnapped and held against their will for days at a time, according to the Times. Steve Sadow, an attorney for Clifford and Tamika Harris, said they deny in the strongest possible terms these baseless and unjustified allegations. The Me Too movement getting y'all up out of here, okay? And I don't feel no ways tired about it. A lot of people will be like, well, this is a black man. Y'all taking down a black man? Well, the black man should have been more respectful to the people that he was bringing into his bedroom, child. And you might not have this karma coming back to get you, okay? My thing with the Me Too movement is it ain't perfect, clearly. For every Amber Heard, okay? <laughs> For every good person, you got an Amber Heard, okay? I understand that. That's with any, you know, any, um, any, you know, outspoken movement such as Me Too. You're not going to, everybody's not going to be perfect. Um, but the subtext remains the same, okay? The goal remains the same. That for too long, through patriarchy, people have been allowed, people have people with certain amounts of power in the situation, uh, men and sometimes even women, because, child, tiny, then got caught up in this shit too, girl. I hope it was worth it, child. I hope keeping that man was very much worth it. But, um, but yeah, for too long, people have used their positions of power to, to, as a coercion tactic, okay? Because when they say coerce, it could not. It might not have necessarily been Lifetime Movie Network. I'm pulling out a gun, putting it to your temple, and telling you, "Look, you're gonna let me, you know, do these things to you right now. You're gonna take these drugs. Or I'm gonna shoot you." You know, just the fact that these people are celebrities, not taking no for an answer, can sometimes be even can be seen as coercion in the other person's eyes. That's why you have to go into any situation with respect, and you know, respect for your fellow human being. Through the patriarchy, it's okay to look at women in sexual situations as not women. It's just sexual objects. You're not human. You're just a sexual object. I just want you to be, you're just a body that I want to do sexual things to. And um, <laughs> me too and Tom's Up told y'all, look, that shit done for. And the people who did it to us, we're coming to get y'all. And um, child, I'm here for it. Like. I ain't saying everybody telling the truth. I ain't saying everybody that came out against T.I. and Tiny telling a truthful story. I'm sure it's probably, like I said, for every truth, you have a lie, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying everybody in the in the scenario is 100% truthful. I'm just saying when the time is up, the time is up. And when karma comes to call, she comes and she rings loudly, okay? Um, I also read that uh, T.I. has been dropped from Ant-Man 3 tragic lost another another disney check gone disney don't play okay when it comes to snatching their check 
Disney do not play, and they equal they are equal opportunity snatcher. Okay, they'll snatch a check from Ti. They'll snatch a check from Gina Carano. Okay, either one of y'all, white man, black woman, I don't give a damn. Okay, you come on here acting stupid. Come come try to come over to Disney and sign our contract and act stupid. Check snatched. Okay, um, but meanwhile you have Warner Brothers. Um, cause while we speaking on Amber Heard, you know Johnny Depp came back and, and got Amber Heard. He done sued her for defamation and won. So, Johnny Depp said, look, you sold everything for me on the lie, and I want my money. I'm coming for my coins. Um, and, you know, Amber, Ham Amber Heard was in the first Aquaman. So, WB the WB, okay, they put out a little bit of a, a, a rumor to the, to the internet streets about Amber Heard being fired. And Amber came out and said, ain't nobody fired me, okay? I ain't been fired. So what's what's good? <laughs> WB, what's good? Okay. Um, so Warner Brothers, y'all gonna have to actually come out and fire this young lady, and you need to, because she lied. And that's you know. If we're speaking in terms of morality, she lied on this man had his whole life ruined. And if you got caught in the lie, girl, says you're gonna have to step forward and, and take your punishment. So we'll see what Warner Brothers does if they actually um drop her the way that Disney dropped TI. Um, like I said, yeah, four, I told y'all in the story, four accusers, they have representation, they're coming forward. The stories are all sounding similar, similar, okay? Um, and we all know late 90s, early 2000s, somebody putting something in a drink was a little bit too commonplace. That's how they got them, that's how they got Bill Cosby, okay? Y'all can't just be putting stuff in people's drinks. So... We'll see. Like I said, I'm going to keep my ear to the street on this one as well um, because I'm just interested to know what's going to happen. Is this, our charges going to be broad? Are they going to are, are, are the authorities going to start looking into this? The, the rabbit hole goes deep on this one and I'm going to be digging. OK, so we, we would definitely revisit that in another episode once more, um, more tea comes to light. OK, once the, t the kettle really gets to boiling. Um, I do want to touch on Dr. Seuss. Um, today is the 4th, so earlier this week was Read Across America Day. I, as a kid, I loved Read Across America Day. We used to be able to wear pajamas, bring our little blankets, okay, just sit in the classroom, read, eat food. I had a teacher once make us some green eggs and ham. That shit was jumping, okay, which I know as a kid, you know, as an adult, you realize it was just eggs with a little bit of food coloring. But as a kid, you was like, oh, it's lit. We eating green eggs and ham, bitch. We in the book. It's jumping. It's jumping. But, um, child, I just got a notification on my phone. Alabama governor, K.I.V. finna say if the... If she gonna lift the mask mandate or not, as I said in political shit, me and my household, we're still gonna be wearing our mask regardless. But that's neither here nor there. Um, what was I saying? They got me. Oh yeah, Dr. Soup's child. So let me go to this article that I read in the New York Times because they, you know, they're trying to censor Dr. Seuss. Um. Six Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published over offensive images. Okay, six Dr. Seuss books will no longer be published because of their use of offensive imagery, according to the business that oversees the estate of the children's author and illustrator. Those six books include, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which was written in 1937, If I Ran the Zoo, which was written in 1950. 
Uh, other books that will no longer be published are Meg Elegant's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Egg Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. Um, I just get so tired tired of this retroactive censorship. I feel like we went through the same thing um, some decades back now, okay? Maybe a decade back now. Uh, with Mark Twain, with Huckleberry Finn, and they tried to go through and take out all the, the niggers with the hard R and replace it with slave, and they took the book off the shelf for a little bit so they can do that. Um, that's what they called black people back then. They, that's when, you know, racism was very rampant and black people had little to no rights, and they would call them niggers with the hard R. They were slaves. We cannot erase that part of our history through censorship. It's not going to happen. It's annoying to me, and it really grinds my gears when the liberal media, the the liberal agenda feels like, hey, we're just going to, you know, take these books down because the images are offensive, and we know that this is offending y'all. So, you know, we're going to just take this off the shelves and racism solved. No, racism is not solved. Racism is still very much alive. This... The book was written back in 1931. I wouldn't be, I'm not surprised it's an offensive image in that book. Like I said, black people had little to no rights back then. We still have, we still fighting for rights to this day. I just feel like America needs to learn to recognize the sins of racism that we have committed within this country and uh, atone for that. The more you try to erase it from history like it didn't happen, you know how y'all tried to like pretty much erase and whitewash slavery out of history books? So when we were kids, we were learning that slaves, you know, just, you know, they were treated so kindly and they were happy to be there. Meanwhile, it was one of the most treacherous, one of the most gruesome institutions, okay? And that and their blood, sweat, and tears, our ancestors' blood, sweat, and tears pretty much built this country and they received nothing for it. The effects from slavery still linger to this day. The effects from Jim Crow, the effects from the Civil Rights Movement, the effects from the fact that we're still fighting for our right to be in this country every day. Affects black people. And removing a damn, I, to think I saw it on Mulberry Street, ain't gonna change that. It's annoying to me that it, is spine, it really feels spineless to me when people will be willing to go after the dead. Okay, since y'all already dead, we can censor y'all work. But there's people alive that's spitting that same racist rhetoric right now, and they just turn a blind eye. Like, oh, oh, he talking about some racist shit, you know. Donald Trump then talked about Mexicans was rapists and all type of shit for a whole four years, and people was cheering, voting for him, wearing his hats and all type of shit. It's the empty gestures for me. Like, what the fuck? Like, and then y'all want to ruin this man's birthday when kids enjoyed fucking Dr. Seuss. I love Cat in the Hat. I love Green Eggs and Ham. Okay, I love all oh, the places you'll go. They really spark imagination within kids, and this what y'all, this what y'all want to go for, censoring this man books because it has some racist images in 1931. Child, that shit bothered. That shit really grinds my fucking gears. Okay, <laughs> as you can see, as you can hear, that pissed me off when I saw that, cause I'm like, we we fighting racism to this day, and y'all trying to go back in back in the day and erase that racism. Ugh, worry about the racism that's happening right now. Okay, worry about the fact that black mothers die at three to four times the rate of white mothers when they go in the hospital to deliver. Okay, worry about that shit. 
okay? Worry about the fact that police officers get to shoot down black men, black women, black children and receive no punishment for it whatsoever and they call it qualified immunity. You want you know, it's just part of the job, you know. I was scared, so I had to take a life, but I'm a police officer, so you know that happens. Worry about that shit. You're not finna get me with this, oh, well, we had to censor Dr. Seuss. If anything, you're only gonna piss me off more, okay? <laughs> you're gonna make me more militant to really get some work done for, that actually needs to be done rather than these empty-ass gestures of, well, the offenses, the images are offensive and the wording is offensive because, you know, it was written back when racism was rampant, okay? It was written back when racism was the norm, all right? When term, when those were just regular terms used to describe African-American people, black people, when those were just regular terms used to describe Asian-American people or, you know, Pacific Islanders, Native Americans, indigenous people, if you want to call them that, that was a language that was used because that was acceptable at the time. So to put today's standards on it and be like, well, you know, it's offensive. Duh. I'm offended by what y'all doing right now, though, but y'all don't want to change that. Child, this retroactive censorship, it's a dud for me. Um, let me get on off of here today, y'all, because I'm in a mood. <laughs> I am in a mood. We're going to... I'm actually going to go ahead and close out the show, okay? We're not going to do any um, Bless Your Heart segment this week because, as you could already see, I'm in the mood to cuss somebody out. And if I did a Bless Your Heart segment, it would not be no blessing in there whatsoever, okay? It wouldn't be nothing but cursing. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and close out the show. All right, ladies and gents, like I said, no Bless Your Heart segment this week. We're going to go ahead and... Close out the show, um, short and sweet for y'all this week, okay? Your girl got something to do, all right? It's Pisces season, and your girl got to get out here and enjoy the sun while I can because ma the mask mandate finna lift up, and it's not finna be safe out here in these streets. <laughs> so I got to go outside while I can. But I thank y'all once again for tuning in to Mouth of the South podcast. Hit the description box below for links to follow the podcast on IG, links to the YouTube, and for all the goodies that I put within the episode, you can find that in, in the description box below. Um, this podcast can be found on all podcast streaming platforms and it's powered through Anchor. So once again, I thank y'all for tuning in. And as we say down here in the South, steady lollygagging. Bye, y'all.